Jesus Christ. There was a mob chasing Ambrose all through the city of Milan. It was a couple days of them trying to find him and catch him. Uh, he hid in different friends' houses, and at some point, um, the mob figured out where he was. And uh, outside of this guy's house, they, the, out of fear, uh, the, the, the fellow, Ambrose's friend, gave him up to the mob. Yeah, And that is how Ambrose became a bishop. Yeah, they weren't trying to find him to hurt him. They wanted him for their bishop. Uh, Ambrose did not want to be bishop. Part of the problem, he wasn't baptized yet. He was in the process of becoming Christian. But something in the hearts of these beautiful people knew, we need this guy. Uh, so the next day he was baptized, <laughs> confirmed, and ordained. And then the next day they made him bishop. And it probably was one of the biggest events to happen in the church in a long time. Why? Because Ambrose changed everything. Again, if nothing else, he gave us Augustine, huh? I, I, and I'm googly for Augustine. I am. Uh, I, I, uh, I have to discipline myself here. So Ambrose, uh, there's a few things he did that I want to talk about. The most important is he went to war with arguably the biggest heresy in the history of the church. It's called Arianism. And I won't give you too many details because it's pretty, I don't know, knowing it won't help much because uh, we're not tempted toward it. But Arianism is the idea that Jesus was created. Okay? He didn't exist for all of time. God created him. Whereas you and I believe Jesus wasn't created. Jesus isn't created. Jesus isn't in time. He's not limited by before or after or, or created and blah, blah. So that's the key. Here's the issue. It is estimated that a vast majority of the church was Arian. Most of the church was Arian. And when you look at it, you wonder, well, how did we get out of it? Um, Ambrose and Augustine. It's kind of that simple. Uh, by sheer force of will and intellect and prayer and sheer tenacity, they kept that dog at bay and they put that heresy down. The Roman emperors at this point were mostly Arians, almost all of them, I think. And when one of the emperors decreed that we're going to take two of the Roman churches, Catholic churches, and turn them into Arian churches, Ambrose said, oh, no, no, you're not doing that. And trust me, nobody did that to the emperor, let alone the church. It was a totally new way of relating to the state for the church. This is 5th century. Namely, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. So in the end, Ambrose parked himself in the front pew and said, yeah, I'm not. I'm not leaving because the emperor then sent all of these people in the church to take down the non-Aryan symbols and put up Aryan symbols, at which point the guards who had been sent to escort these guys who were going to take down the Catholic stuff and put up the Aryan, um, those guards, Ambrose talked to them 
And then they said, okay, we'll defend you. And they drove the people coming in. They drove them out. In the end, um, letters went back and forth from Ambrose to the bishop. I, I, read, uh, uh, I read these guys, some of those uh, letters. And basically, Ambrose's point was simple. Hey, if you tell me come to Rome to be disciplined, I'm on my way. You are the, my proper authority in the state. But if you tell me to desecrate my church, you have to kill me. So they didn't desecrate the church. Uh, two emperors later, um, that emperor ordered a slaughter of people. It's called the Massacre at Thessalonica, and it's a long, awful story. Ambrose did something nobody had done before. He wrote that emperor and said, well, I'm your bishop, and as your bishop, you are excommunicated. You will not be receiving communion until you make a public repentance to the people for the horrors you've done. Again, nobody had ever done this sort of thing before, but that's what Ambrose did. He fought for truth, he fought for God's people. And I was telling these guys, now secular historians, I just noticed this in the last eight to 10 years, have started writing this idea, oh, he was all about power. Right? Ambrose, this wasn't about anything but power. And I, I, I liked your point, Mike, that that's probably a reflection of them a lot more than Ambrose. Because trust me, he could have taken more power. Um, but he didn't. So there is so much to say about Ambrose. I'll never cover it all. But those seem to me the ones we needed to hear today. A beautiful, holy, straightforward man of God who stood for the truth and stood for the dignity of human life. And we're so very grateful for him. He did some bad things. He did some things uh, with the best of intentions, I'm sure, that the church has publicly repented for. But even those mistakes were in the pursuit of, well, what's right? What's right? So thank you, Lord for all the fallible men and women who show us it still can be done. We can make some doozies of mistakes and still be saints because sainthood is not about perfection. It's about fidelity. And Ambrose was faithful. Amen? Okay.